Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts Lucy Davis and Benjamin Halden. So on today's episode we've got our different setup again. If you're watching on YouTube you'll be able to see that. We've got a very, very, very special guest on today's episode with in the form of Mr. Roberto Lipset. Anyone who doesn't know Rob Lipset, you must have been living underneath a rock. If you search his <laughs> name on YouTube, you'll be able to see thousands of videos that he produced over the over the years. He's one of the OGs of social media and YouTube and, and fitness, yeah. I would say. He is absolutely one of the most positive people you will ever listen to and watch on YouTube and things like that. And it'll just, it'll change your life, yeah. this podcast. I think if you're having a shit day, put this podcast on repeat because you will not come out of it from listening to this podcast without a smile on your face or, or about having a laugh. Yeah. And I think the other thing we just want to quickly mention before we dive into the podcast is that we are still currently running the podcast competition for the YouTube channel. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, please make sure if you want to enter the competition and be in with a chance to win in that, that you head over onto the YouTube channel. Make sure that you subscribe, leave a comment and some feedback on one of the videos for April to be in with a chance to win. A My Coach School bundle, so the new barbell pads, band you're going to get a gym shop voucher a huge my protein bundle you're also going to get loads of kit from strength shop and then access for three months for free to the my coach school app when it launches indeed so i hope you enjoy this one guys and yeah sit back and enjoy enjoy i think um one thing we'll have to be we'll, we'll kick off straight away now anyway but one thing we'll have to be careful of today is the mix of of my semi-scouse accent and your very much irish ac- accent because oh I'm God! Sure some, we'll American put listeners, on. yeah, American listeners are done. Like they, yeah. they can just log <laughs> off now. <laughs> That's the thing I get all the time is a lot of American listeners think I'm actually Irish. So I think people often mix up the two. They, well, they've said to you so many times, like, "Is is Ben foreign?" I'm like, "He's not like Spanish or something." <laughs> you actually do sound like. I think it's because I speak very quick. And yeah, you do a, speak fast. It's a, it's a slight, slight twinge, but you've shown up today, mate, and not disappointed. They've got that fresh fade going on. Yeah. Locked in. Yeah. So, so I get f- fresh fade every Friday. It's called Fresh Fade Friday. Then <laughs> se- self care. I get pedicure like every second week. I'm telling you, stay tidy. You'll work so much better. So you're not getting peak fadeness. I'll be honest. If we did this now on Friday, you'd be getting a razor sharp fade. <laughs> but it's still presentable. It's still presentable. Hold on, yeah. if you're any sharper, mate, you'd be a square. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. So. <laughs> now that's a haircut you can set your watch to. <laughs> but, um, there's, a, there's a couple of things we just wanted to dive into about you first, mate, before we jump into the the juicy stuff. Because I know you've got a few things going on currently at the moment, haven't you? With the launch of your new app, you've got yep. fuel. I think it's fuel cakes, which has been kicking off, and you've been smashing those out as well. Mm-hmm. So how have you been? How have you been getting on with all this through lockdown in regards to pumping everything out and and churning out new business content and ideas? Yeah, so I, I'm the type of person that's like, all right, you know, I you'd always think outside the box. So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna just start one business during the pandemic. I'm gonna start two. <laughs> you know, so I, I I do go against the grain, and you know, when people are kind of playing it safe, that's when I I believe it's time to do the opposite. And even if you're looking at like investing in stocks or anything, you buy when stocks are down, you know? So you always, you buy the dip. So when things are going wrong, you know, and everything's on the downhill, that's when I kind of decide to to come alive a little bit. So yeah, uh, with Fuel Cakes, um, that was the first ever viral video I had on my YouTube channel was how to make protein pancakes. 
people are still tagging me in that original <laughs> recipe. It's about six years old now. And so it became a, like an ongoing thing on my channel, like protein pancakes, just like even when I was prepping or in full day of eatings, I'd always have protein pancakes. I'm like, I'm going to cut out the middleman and I'm just going to make my own protein pancake company. And that's just been blown up the last couple of months. And it's just a, a lot of fun as well. Like I made the box like 1950s cereal box. And, yeah, it looks cool. You know, cool. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I've just been having a bit of fun with that. And then game plan is just kind of like my original Lips at Fitness app. You know, you have your, your weight tracker, your weight training, macros, all that. I oversee everything. I, I talk to e each member. Um, you know, I do it all hands-on as much as possible. But the reason I rebranded that is because I want to create something bigger than me. So Lips at Fitness is, is my name in it, okay? One day, Rob Lips is probably going to be canceled, okay? Probably, I might get canceled on this episode. <laughs> Who knows what I'll say, right? So I want to make something that that's bigger than me. And I... So the username game plan wasn't taken and I've written a book called the game plan. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to make a continuation of that. And like, I'm like, whoa, how is that name not taken? That sounds like Under Armour, you know, like I know I was like, what? And so that launched last week and I'm really happy with that. And I want to like make that a full brand as well. Like, you know, maybe make some lifting equipment mm -hmm. to go with it. Have some trackies or something we'll see but yeah so they they're my two main projects that i've been working on the last while yeah i think um i think it's 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 a good time to be able to do shit like that especially when everyone else is kind of like almost not plateaued but they're taking some downtime away from stuff and obviously everyone's kind of been disheartened by the whole pandemic i've been going on so use that yeah. time effectively to be able to pump it back into yourself and better yourself and better your business is obviously a, a great thing to be able to do i think that the whole idea of the brand name being called game plan is great like with all stuff we don't personally brand of our names it's all just called no. the school or the micro school so yeah. i think having that brand to be able to do something bigger than yourself it always sets you up that opportunity to be able to just continue it with in regard to whatever whatever way you want to scale it as well yeah, I, I was having a close look at, at your coaching school. It looks absolutely amazing, by the way. So you should be really proud of that. Thanks, man. Really slick whole thing. Yeah. We're just, um, we know how hard it is in regards to getting an app and stuff ready because we've got our app launch in June and it's been like a nine month <laughs> process, hasn't it? Well, oh, yeah. it was, yeah, it was supposed to be March when it was launched. But obviously, as you probably know, as it goes along, you're like, oh, can we add that in? Yeah, that's about 10K and it'll take us three months. It's like, <laughs> all right then, let's just, because it's one of those things where you want it, it's like you want it to be as perfect as humanly possible. So we're yeah. just kind of like, we don't want to rush it. We're just, yeah, if it's June, it's June. We've just yeah, got to deal with it. Take your time with it. You know, my, again, my app was meant to be done in January. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, gyms, especially in Ireland, they're still not open. Yeah. Um, so things like, never mind pandemic, businesses are always going to be delayed. And then now that we've got pandemic COVID world, that it's like now it's ultra delayed. Everything yeah. is just so slow to happen. So, you know, and anyone who's listening, you know, maybe, you know, be patient with yourself uh, and, you know, give, give yourself like, you know, a little bit of extra time. Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. If, if your dream business isn't launched next week. Yeah. 100%. So as aside from, from business then Rob, what are your personal plans for the future in regards to living um, and like travel plans and stuff when things start opening back up? 
Yeah, so I'm actually at like a, just such a strange uh, transition phase in my life, a really good one. So I'm out, I'm out here in Marbella, mm-hmm. funny enough. And now I used Living to the work. Oh, at, yeah, I, you, you'll be happy here. It's actually raining today, but I, oh, okay. I love that. That's when I get my work done, you know, because I'm so unproductive and the sun's out. Yeah. Go for a walk all day, yeah, you know, yeah. just swan about. So uh, today is, is, is a great day. I'm like, of course, Rob Lips, it says he loves the rain. What a little positive Patrick. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I'm at a strange place. You know, I did not see last year that I'd be living in Marbella. Um, like I was living in London. And then so my lease was January to January. I did the full year there absolutely loved London. It's amazing. And then, so London went into complete lockdown. So I say London as if it's a country, right? The UK, <laughs> the UK went into lockdown in January and Dublin also. So I was like, all right, look, I don't want to continue, you know, paying London rent prices yeah. for just a lockdown city. Dublin is just as bad. So I was like, I was already going to go to Dubai like everyone else on Instagram. Or I was like, <laughs> I'll go to somewhere that I actually know and that's a little bit closer, you know, in Europe. So mm-hmm. I end up choosing Marbella. And I, I've been loving that as well. Um, so now I need to figure out, I'm going to stay here for the summer. And then, then I got to figure out, you know, do I want to settle down and buy in Dublin or London or, you know, maybe go traveling for a bit because I think we're all craving a bit Itching, of adventure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think we're all craving that. So, you know what? I'm taking it month by month and and God knows where I'll end up. But <laughs> I think I'm, some, I'm happy. Having yeah. some vitamin D in your life makes such a difference, doesn't it? And I think that was the, the frustrating thing for everyone last year, especially us, because the before we went into the pandemic, we were in Australia for like two months, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. And we stayed there. And it was, have you been to Australia? Yes, oh, yeah. it's, it's awesome, possibly the best country Unreal. ever. It's just, yeah. it's just like a, it's an adventure, you know. Yeah. It's crazy, hundred percent, mate. And I think that's the biggest thing for most people. Who've got itchy feet. We're just wanting to be able to get some sun, be in some different places, and being able to move around from country to country and stuff again. So I think we can't wait for that to be able to to open up, can we? Yeah. Well, we we did kind of semi moved to Lanzarote for like six weeks, didn't we? Oh yeah, in the lockdown nice. we were in Lanzarote. <laughs> we <definitely. just laughs> well, we initially we went out on a holiday in October. Came this was home like three before everyone went into lockdown. Yeah, came home, had to isolate for two weeks, and then the Canary Islands went off the is it the travel co- travel the corridor? So we didn't have something. to isolate. So we just flew back out and we're like, oh, we'll stay there for three weeks. And we just didn't come home for like six, seven yeah. weeks, did we? And then came mm-hmm. home for Christmas because it was one of those things, I think, as well as like a content creator. It's I think being in a lockdown was zapping. It was so hard to kind of think shall I film another home workout? I, I really struggled throughout yeah. the Anyone lockdown. for some banana bread? Yeah, <laughs> do you want some banana bread? Like, what shall I cook? Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. so we, we just went to Lanzarote, didn't we, for a while? Yeah, it was sick. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, no, you're, you're dead right, and there's insane amounts of Irish people coming out to Marbella now. I'm just hearing Irish accent pop up everywhere <laughs> in the gym. It's crazy because, like, what what difference? I understand, you know, obviously you don't want to be spreading around if you go back and forth, but if you just relocate to somewhere else, first of all, you're not breaking any rules, and yeah. second of all, you're just staying put, and everyone everyone works remotely now, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I fully recommend someone, you know, relocating to Lanzarote or Marbella for a couple of months. You'll be a lot more productive, you know? Mm-hmm. I think you'll probably find a lot of people doing that, especially now yeah. the UK is starting to open back up again. We have a little bit more liberty in our lives. And as yeah. we're able to travel, I'm sure a lot of people will start to tend to move to different places in order to be able to just work. I don't think there's going to be that many places which are going to be going back to office-based yeah. style of work anymore. I think that's probably mm-hmm. a, a thing of the past. And it's probably opened up a big 
big change in business and the way that people operate for the for the rest of for the rest of time i'd imagine as well but for rest of life yeah like yeah. it's it's going to be a shift in society like if there's one positive to take away from the last year and a half or two years whatever it is is that it's kind of sped up you know, really humanity in in a sense that, you know, everyone is just going to be working online. A lot of people are going to be a lot more productive. And I think a lot of people be a lot more grateful as well. So, you know, th- there's one little positive for it. And I bet you're delighted that the gyms are open up. Mate, I've honestly, recently. I was about to move on to that in a bit. I honestly feel like a new man. It's been two days. <laughs> I've, I, got a, I got a fresh fade yesterday. I've got do- oh. chest doms for the first time in like fucking two months. I feel oh. I feel like a new man again, but it's incredible. But yeah, it's unreal. It's um, touching on those bits you're talking about in regards to business. I know that you keep an eye on stocks and stuff as well. I think a lot. It's driven a lot of companies to, especially those companies that are more digital based, to just like skyrocket. Because we we're like big massive Disney fans as well, aren't we? Like we're little kids. I mean, I feel like you're more of a fan than me. Don't play it down. <laughs> like, I, I mean, he's getting hung out to dry here. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, I get all the blame for it now. You, You've you got Moana w- one every morning. Yes, but I know. It, I we all, we've all watched Frozen like ten times. There's no positive vibes again. But I think I was listening to Joe Rogan talk about it the other day in regards to how much Disney been losing from the theme parks and stuff. But then. I think I was looking at the Disney Plus and the revenue that that's drove already and how the stocks have gone yeah. up. It's fucking insane. Yeah, they've yeah, hit over crazy. a billion in revenue in the first, I think, was it like the first three or four months from yeah. Disney Plus? And now they've upped the prices. I'm, I'm happy with the price increase. You can watch Disney. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Disney Plus just popping up everywhere, like people doing brand deals promoting Disney yeah. Plus. I mean, I'm, like, I'm like, yo, Disney, I'm right here. I think um, one of the reasons that we wanted to get you on today, Rob, as well, is you, on a serious note, are probably one of the most positive guys that I've ever seen across social <laughs> social media platforms. And I think people have probably got that vibe already from from listening in today. And although that doesn't reflect what people are doing 24 seven all the time and social media can't reflect that, I think it's very hard to be able to fake that that happiness and positivity. Yeah, it's or, hard to or, keep it up for a two hour podcast. Exactly, you know yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That's why I want to get you on today. And yeah. I think that's something that you promote very much for your channels. I think if people have watched your YouTube videos, every video there's, there's positivity going on, you're always happy. And I think that's very infectious, especially at a time where people are experience a lot of negativity in life. I think having that um, positive influence is great for people and, and being able to see that how you can still be happy through these these sort of moments moments in time. And I know that we joked at the start of the podcast about um, having a fade and grooming and, and that kind of thing. But those are the things I think that, especially during lockdown and, and even moving forward, that we can take advantage in order to make ourselves feel happier. And, and those kind of things... But, bring up like better self-confidence better self-esteem and also like first impressions when we first start meeting people and stuff again so i think those things that we touched on first in in regards to that are are very very important especially moving forward as well to be able to just feel happier and feel a bit better in yourself and i think that's something that whether you do it consciously or subconsciously or whether it's become a a part of your routine and habits through life i think it, it lends itself to to being that more positive and feeling a bit happier especially when you like i got up first thing this morning before the podcast did a bit of work then i had a shave although it was like some of our chainsaw massacre <laughs> <laughs> i felt a bit better from doing it straight away so what is what is kind of your your routine rob when you're going through like your week to week whether it be self-grooming or preparation yeah absolutely so so just to, to touch on the kind of you know 
positive positivity thing i used to actually be super negative and like super hard on myself and like my old old friends who i went to school with will know this and it's a real irish humor to be self-deprecating and to slag yourself and make fun of yourself kind of you know english humor as well like yeah. we all yeah. love kind of you know taking the mick taking the piss mm. and so i would always be very hard on myself and at the time i was like oh i'm just joking but i noticed that you know i actually it was just being quite negative to myself and I wasn't really joking. And I always thought, cause I was worse in the year at school. I always thought, you know, I'd never amount to anything. I thought my grades would really depict on how my life would turn out. And, and I was super negative. And I was like, also I failed college, first year college twice. I dropped out and there was a stage in my life. I had no relatives to give me a job. I had no connections, nothing. And I was lying in bed all day playing Xbox, waking up at like 2 p.m. And I was like, what is the like one thing in the day that like you are actually good at that you look forward to? And that was always going to the gym and exercising. And then once I started to focus on that a little bit, say, hey, maybe I can make a career out of this and, and loving myself a lot more, you know, being positive and realizing that I can look at the glass half full and that you can actually just make being positive your default. Mm -hmm. And that that's really like, just make it your default setting. And if something goes wrong, you just go your default to that. Your life will just treat, treat it's just 360, that means the same, <laughs> 180. <laughs> your life will just turn around, okay? Uh, and, it, and it's crazy. So just for anyone listening right now, I was not always a very positive person. Positivity was not always my default. Um, so yeah, just, just to get that very clear and that, you know, I just made a conscious effort over time to just make that my default mm -hmm. and kind of look for the best and everything. And life is so much more fun now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, <laughs> seriously. I'm like, why wasn't I just, you know, thinking like this the whole time and just having this mindset, your mindset is the, the most powerful muscle you have. <laughs> um, but so then, and then. Another one on top of that, like you mentioned, you know, self-care, self-grooming, it, it is so huge. And especially for men. So 90% of my audience on YouTube are male, you know? And so I'm like, so I'm speaking to that, that here. A lot of times we think we're too hard to, you know, um, you get, get a pedicure or, you know, get a, get a facial, look after your skin and everything. And it's kind of like cleaning your room. Uh, keeping your car clean, keeping your office clean. If you keep your, your body clean, your hygiene clean, your mind will work so much better. You, you work out, you exercise, you put nutritious foods in your body, you're eating the right amounts. Just again, your, your life will absolutely change. And if I have a week where, you know, I'm feeling you know, a bit, bit slobbish or maybe, you know, eat bad food, I, I've, you know, whatever you class bad food as, you know, or you, you um, drink too much alcohol or you don't get enough sleep, uh, it, it it's a direct reflection of just your general well-being. So that that's something I do try to stay on top of a lot. And it's like the weekly fade. It's like <laughs> it's like a thing. It's not. I don't feel. I I'm not a different person if I have a centimeter off the side of my head. It's just a thing. It's like a, a mental cue. And so yeah, <laughs> the fresh fade Friday. It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I think even if you just even if you're probably going in at some point and it's not even taking anything off, it's probably just taking the dust off the side of your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, like literally just scraping the yeah. the side of my head, just massaging it. Yeah, you know? like, nice. <laughs> I'm like, now I can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in before, haven't I, with you? So when Lucy goes and gets her nails done, I go and get a pedicure sometimes, don't I? Yeah, and it's like. Yeah. 
I remember putting on my story, I was like, oh, Ben's getting a pedicure. I'm getting my nails done. Loads of people were like, why is he getting a pedicure? I'm like, why the fuck can't he get yeah. a pedicure? There's Bro, such it- like a stigma behind yeah. it. And I don't understand like girls go and get the hair done. They get the nails, they get this. Like get guys, go and get a facial, get your hair done, like yeah. moisturize. <laughs> oh, love, love a good moisturize. <laughs> 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 and, and I think I forget which athlete it is. It could be like LeBron James or now that's one of the big dogs gets like a pedicure every week. And his ass face like, dude, I'm training my ass off on my feet seven days a week. <laughs> I got to look after them. Puppies. Go look after the money makers. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100%. That's the money maker. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I think yeah. just to probably put a, a bit of a minging spin on this one, so apologies. It's like when you start when you're a kid, though, you don't really know what you're doing, but you're still trying to groom. I think there's loads more male products out now. Like, I think there's one called Manscape, which is like a, a razor for guys. So I remember the first time I went to cut like the bro bits and it was with a pair of like my mum's kitchen scissors and this was a bit of a fucking horror story. So, like <laughs> I went upstairs and, I, and it's, I was up there for 15 minutes, I came out, I ended up having to shout like my mum or something because it was like fucking chainsaw masks because there was blood everywhere and it's safe to say I never used the kitchen scissors again in that, in that department. But that's something that you learn and pick up on as you go. Yeah, <laughs> as you fucking, yeah, yeah. As you you're not going to believe it. I'm actually doing a brand deal with Matt and Skate oh, next yeah. week. No way! Hey, here's a perfect plug now. We just set you up yeah. for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm like, use code Lipson. But, but it's so funny. I, I, like, I only work with brands that like, like Integrity is number one. I don't even do that many one-off brand deals. Yeah. Like obviously I have my main sponsorships that I've been with for yeah. years. But I don't do too many one-off ones. And they sent me the product and actually, I love it. Yeah, no, it's really good. Great. So, yeah, yeah, so it's legit. Yeah, yeah. But no, so on that, you know, I, I will just do the odd YouTube brand deal here and there. And then like kind of everyone in the fitness industry, you have like your supplement sponsor, your, your gym wear sponsor, and they're kind of your two core main ones yeah. that, you know, you build yeah. a relationship with. 100%. Are, I think- are, yeah, are you guys you're with is it my protein or who you guys with or yeah i'm my protein and gym shark yeah. i've only just moved over to my protein but i've been with gym shark for like what two two and a half years now yeah, yeah. i lose yeah. track so yeah I, mine's like i don't know how much i'm after i'll talk about at the moment you have one yeah. pending yeah nice. you have one nice. pending keep your cards I'm, close I'm, to your chest i'm just yeah. i'm just leaving usm at the moment like i love the company love the brand been with them for like a couple of years it was actually funny because you might um no sean like he messaged me the other day about ghost so uh, oh, yeah I've, I've been i've been speaking to sean but yeah there's there's, there's some stuff like pending at the moment which I, I can't talk about too much but then yeah. i'm also with at the moment which is quite new for the uk um but they're quite big in america's fabletics i've been enjoying like a lot of oh, their, yeah a lot of their a lot of their stuff at the moment and i know they're doing a couple of big campaigns like the, the kevin hart campaign a few yeah they're few huge yeah yeah so they're great yeah. but um there's a there's a study that i pulled up this morning just because we we're talking about grooming and it was looking at um, people's self-perception of when they're groomed and not groomed. So it was looking at a group of males and females who they were looking at like self-evaluation. So they were taking people who were at like a, a normal BMI level and asking them to kind of like rate themselves. So they were showing p- different people saying like, do you think you're larger or smaller than this person rating their own composition? And they noticed, noticed a significant difference in their own self-worth of how they would rate themselves after they've been like through a, a full week of grooming in comparison to not. So just go to show like your own perception can be changed if you take a little bit more time just to self-invest into yourself, tidy yourself up a little yeah. bit and kind of like focus on your on your own self. Yeah, I think love that. I think that's a whole thing as well about like, I know it's completely different, but if you want to help other people and you want to be able to be there for other people, you've got to invest in yourself first and 
kind of fill, fill your own vessel up first before you can then help other people. But I thought it was yeah, interesting. That I love that quote. Yeah, that, that, is, that is kind of shown that just by changing a couple of things and, and focusing on yourself a little bit can change the way that you think and feel about yourself, and even to the point of your own composition of how you physically look as well. Yeah, but that's yeah, why I saw probably... a really strong, sorry, sorry just a quick yeah, one. I saw ahead. a really strong statement and it was like, I forget who it was from, I just saw the line and it was like, it is a moral obligation to your community and your family for you to like look after yourself and your well-being. Yeah. Like, I love that, a moral obligation. I love that. I love that. I think it's so true. And again, you need to you look after yourself first before you go helping your community and everyone around you. Yeah. I think that's why as well, when gyms obviously open, they only opened two days ago and I have yeah. felt so much better. In, we've had we've got a great little home gym not gonna lie we've we've been pretty fortunate with what we've got but it's it's different going to that environment and seeing other people there because you can tell everyone was like hyper on monday weren't they like everyone was the in their little box everywhere. with their like cleaning stuff like oh i'm back in a gym and it's uh, it's so great so looking after yeah you're grooming and stuff like that but also looking after your physical health is so important isn't it going to the gym working out walking running whatever you prefer to do yoga it just changes the game. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. the reason why on airplanes, they tell you to put your own oxygen mask on first before you put, put other people's on. <laughs> nice. You've got to look after your number one first. But I know that you touched on before, Rob, briefly in regards to other jobs and stuff and, and how you become through college and education and stuff. Is Has there been a position in your life where potentially before you got into like social media and what you're doing now, um, where you haven't been particularly happy and how... How did you almost change that position that you're in? How did you take that spin of being maybe unhappy and and, and creating that positivity for yourself? Oh God, some of the jobs that I've worked, I've just <clears throat> sorry, I've just absolutely just, just despised really, and and they'd make me really feel like, oh, is this it? I'm like, oh, is this is this my life now? Like, is that is this how it goes? And that was actually like the motivation to to spin it really. So I'd be working like. I remember the the real turning point was I was working in nine to six office jobs. So be like not, you know, I'd be commute to work at eight, be in there at nine, you know, and then you finish at six. And I was kind of like always feeling like, oh God, I'm just working to make some other dude's dreams come true. <laughs> you know, and then <laughs> at six, I'd commute home. I'd get home at seven. I'd say hi to my family. I'd eat dinner. Then between eight to about half nine, I'd hit the gym. And then I'd get home, shower. It's 10 p.m. now. And then 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., you know, I'd work on my fitness business on the side. So I'd be trying to get clients, like coach current ones. I had even like this little LF clothing thing on the side. <laughs> I was editing YouTube videos. I was recording YouTube videos, like a full day of eating at 1 a.m. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, and I was just trying to get my fitness business um, going on the side. And that was a really like, your strenuous time i get four hours sleep and then you know get up yeah. at six seven a.m get ready for nine six again but that was such an important time and i learned so much and th this is a crucial time it it's a transition period of a lot of people that you know they're working jobs don't like and they do know what they want so for me it was fitness you can't just quit your job and just go straight into it it sounds cool it sounds romantic it sounds gary v but it doesn't it doesn't work like that you know so you need to kind of um, build a safety net on the side and you're gonna have to work twice as hard for a while it's like work 
your ass off now so you can relax and do what you like later. Okay, discipline equals freedom. And so once I, I did this, and then once my fitness 2am, you know, YouTube yeah. thing on the side, once that started making more than I was earning in my office job per month, that's when it was safe to leave and go mm. full time and um, with, you know, online fitness, YouTube and, and all that. Um, so yeah, you know, that was a time I was like unhappy, but I was also learning a lot and, and I was hoping that was pay off and it did. Um, but we, we're all going to work jobs that we hate. We're always going to, we're never going to get our dream job and our dream life set up from the get go. So I would say use that as like a bit of motivation. You know, and it's like, you can't get the highs without the lows. Like, how yeah. can you know if something is even good if you haven't even tasted bad yet? Yeah, um, so, so if anyone, especially like if they're in their early 20s, they're just starting out in life and, you know, they're just getting a taste for things, I would say to embrace it all and embrace those feelings of, of grind, you know what I mean? And, and enjoy the whole process. Yeah, 100%. I think it, it's good that you said that because I think it relates to a lot of people. We get a lot of all listeners who are, who are looking to potentially transition into the fitness world and move away from other jobs, personal trainers, etc. Yeah. And I think a the, lot of the people coaching get the, school. Yeah. 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 A lot of people get yeah. motivated at first when it comes to seeing lack of results for the effort that you put in. I think that's something that you've got to be willing to, to go through and willing to experience. Yeah. Oh, oh, seriously. Like the, the people never, this is what annoys me. Okay. The people that just, they give up so easily. Okay. Okay. You can give up. That's fine. But don't dare complain about it. Yeah. Don't yeah. dare complain about it when you, when you've given up so quickly that, that, and you say, Oh, why did I get results? Anyone that, that has, is persevering, that's killing in their industry. They didn't get results mm -hmm. immediately from the get go. Do you think you're just born with, um, you know, 500,000 subscribers and, and a ton of clients like do you your parents can donate clients to you like what you know like like it, it's it's ridiculous and so people just give up so easily and it's like 98 percent of people or 95 percent of people whatever give up too easily and it's like well they don't then you don't deserve it you know if you just give up that easily and, and complain about it so i think that's the thing yeah usually it's the it's those type of people i'm sure you probably got quite a lot, a lot of it for your career because now we were speaking on a, a podcast about it about a week or two ago is those who then like take to online to criticize other people who are potentially sitting in those positions of success because it almost makes them feel bad or guilty seeing the mirror held up to them for the potentially the work that they haven't put, been putting in and it makes them almost um oh, we get like these almost like keyboard warriors who love to uh, attack other people because it makes them feel better that things are almost out of their hands and that they didn't possess the willpower to be able to change things and, and make things seem undoable for them i'm sure you probably experienced quite a, a lot of that through through your career as well because we were speaking about when we last week yeah well i had it i had it really bad at uni didn't i because yeah. i'm 24 now so i started things quite young ah uh, yes like i started like 18 19 so i was up at six i started my online coach i was doing my dissertation doing my exams wouldn't i wouldn't i wasn't asked about going out i just wasn't it wasn't for me did it a few times in first year and people then were so willing to tear me down. Like, oh no, don't do that. Like, oh, you're so boring. You don't go out. I'm like, okay, so we'll put it on four or five years and I'm here now. Mm -hmm. Do you still want to com complain about what I was yeah. doing back at uni? Why were you so bothered that I wasn't interested in going out? And I think that's where some people need to be a bit stronger 
in terms of like level-headed like if your friends are saying stuff if your family's saying stuff and trying to tear you down because I always found it was the people who were quite close to you mm. who they thought they were kind of like protecting you by like like my best friends at uni used to say like oh you shouldn't be doing that like you're working too hard you're doing this yeah and they're they're trying to do it from a good place. They're trying to tell you to be careful and do this. But I think that's where you do need to be quite level-headed and think, okay, I know I can do it. I know I can I can carry on even though it's hard. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said there as well, you know, about, you know, staying in during uni as well. I like, from the age of 22, 23, 24, I hardly drank. And you're like, what, Rob Ibsen? The guy was on a whiskey sour pre-workout. I didn't go out. I didn't ball out. I didn't party. There's no tables in clubs. And I lost a ton of friends. I, like most of the friends I was friends with 22, I'm not friends with them now, yeah. Yeah. you know? And so you'll lose, when you're doing something, when you're working on yourself, people will see that and you'll lose a ton of friends. And, and that's great. It's trimming the fat. It's good. Yeah. And you're going to get new friends and you're going to get friends that are supportive and who are on the same mission as you. So, yeah. so it's a good thing. But what you said just there resonated totally with me. Anyone who starts out in their journey and starts doing something a little bit different to the norm, they're going to lose tons of friends. And even a, a very funny one, I often speak of that is with other Irish people who become doing similar things to me. The, uh, Ireland, I don't know if you've ever been, Dublin especially, is the smallest place in the world. Like, everyone knows everyone. Everyone, Jesus, you see what your man's doing down there? <laughs> he's fucking recording himself doing bicep curls and he's putting them on the internet. Jesus, I wonder what his mother thinks of that now. You know, everyone, and they'll be there just sitting pint of Guinness, like, who the fuck yeah. does he think he is? You know, and so everyone would be, be talking about it. And in any small town, it applies. Like, even I've heard my friends from America who'd be from like, back arse ohio or whatever it is yeah. if you come from a small town and you do something out of the norm crabs in a bucket they'll try to drag you down yeah. you know yeah. so so what you said there it's just so true and i think it's applicable yeah. for a lot of people who are listening who are you know maybe from a smaller community and they want to break out and do something different it's very funny when, when you <laughs> think about it you know but but it's so true i mean that that's why when i first started doing shit as well because it was like i don't know if it was a mom or someone in my family was saying because I, I used to work for the police, basically. Mayside Police. And that was when I was transitioning into, into fitness. And I was, like, contemplating quitting my job in the police. I'd starting to build up a bit of a client basis. I was posting, like, some online workouts and whatever. And I remember someone in the family was like, are you really going to quit the police to, to run around like a dickhead with your iPhone in the gym? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, that's the thing that comes with, like, yep. the old... Yeah, yeah, that's me. I mean, that's the thing that comes with, like, the older generation. And you can fast forward, like, four or five years on... The industry's changed a lot, technology changed a lot. And I think if you're one of the, the people to willing to, to kind of jump on that initial train and, and just, just try and ride the wave moving forward, then you'll get gain the benefits of, of putting in that hard labor and take, taking a risk and take, taking a gamble. Because like you said, there's got to be at some point where you've built up that security around and what you're doing with work to be able to, okay, I'm going to bend the boat and lay on to swim here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking go for it. And yeah. you'll know kind of when that time is right and it, it comes along. But... I know you've obviously talked about your your fitness business, Rob, and as you were moving out of those times where you potentially weren't happy and, and trying to create some more positivity in your life, how do you think health and fitness personally helped you, not from just like a business sense, but create positivity in your life and how you feel as well? How do you think that helped during that time? Because we talk about often how powerful health and fitness and training is to our 
to our mental health and i think that's been the pinnacle through lockdown about how much people have missed it and how much like are those positive vibes have been around the first two days especially in england since the gyms have been open so how do you feel that that has helped you along with your journey let let me tell you now to this day the most important part of my entire day is exercising it bar none it it is more important where if someone's like if I have a really important meeting and I and I haven't hit the gym, I'll cancel it. <laughs> I will choose an hour in the gym over that. I'll be like, guys, I can't make it. And Joe, you know who I actually kind of got that, like, just realized like how important it is, was I watched like a, a few years ago. It was a video by The Rock, mm-hmm. and he spoke about how he's the same. He says that his workout anchors his day. Mm-hmm. He says above all, he will just never miss a workout. And and. After I was like, geez, if The Rock, you know, if, if he's prioritizing workout, then, you know, he's got so much on, then like it really just goes show how important it is. And then after that, I, I just completely agree. And so I think it's just the most, it's the most important part of my day. I think that's why I'm so passionate about you know, health and fitness and, and the fitness industry as well, because I truly believe that's it's the most part of my day. And so many people's problems, so many people's problems would disappear if they started weight training regularly mm-hmm. and, and watching what they eat like it that is a statement is a bold statement you say i stand by it you can say what you want about me i completely stand by it. people started weight training particularly any exercise is good but i think weight training is just resistance training is just, yeah it's just yeah. so slept on like you know the general population will be more inclined to go for a joe wicks clap your hands workout, but I, which is great. It's getting people moving. You know, I actually am a fan of what Joe Wicks has done, but I think that weight training in particular is just so slept on. Yeah. Like, I think just so I'm, much more people. I'm so happy yeah, you, said you said that because yeah. it's, and, and I, and I get it. Lockdown was hard. There was a massive increase in like hit workouts and things like that. Yeah. But if you, like think about it logically. If you're doing six or seven hit workouts a day, your knees, ankles, and hips are not going to thank you, even in like two or three or five years' time. Like it's that's a longevity thing. Yeah, you might be fine now doing your six to seven hit classes. You know, it's great. Like you said, getting people moving. I'm so for that. Yeah. But then these people are also not even slightly promoting weight training. And it's like weight training is for your bones, your body, your joints, your longevity of life. And I just, it's confused me, hasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I've been. It, it, it's mad. Do you know what? People, and they, this is, people don't understand. I think it's, they've got a, a wrong image in their head. People don't understand how healthy building muscle is. Mm-hmm. Like, like healthy, not cosmetic reasons. Building muscle for, for your bone density, it lowers chance of obesity later in life. It lo- lowers your, your risk of developing diabetes massively. It improves pretty much all your markers of health. If you're weight training regularly throughout your life and you're 80 years old, you, you're, you, you need to be able to stand up, get out mm-hmm. of your chair. Like it's just so, um, there's so much carryover into real real world. And, and it's just such a healthy thing to do. Yeah. And I think people see like a bodybuilder, like they see Jay Cutler or, yeah. or Ronnie Coleman and they think, oh, lifting weights is unhealthy. You know, it just turns you into a crazy freak. Whereas it's just not the case at all. Um, but I think like weight training is like the healthiest thing you can do. I don't even think that there's research to, to prove that, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not even my opinion. It's I've, I've looked in depth at, at you it's know, funny the that literature you on, on this. 
it's funny that you touched on that because we did a, a full episode two weeks ago in regards to the, the the benefits of building tissue and it's a lot to do with especially the the elderly population as well so it's it's got a lot to do with in regards to correlation for not just the the length of life that you can live but the quality of life that you can live when you're older because one of the biggest things yeah. behind obesity in regards to diseases is to do with muscle wastage and if you can go into life as a trained person later on you stand the, the chance of living a lot higher quality life in those later stages of life because the main things that make the, the human body deteriorate is lack of activity so when people have to go in wheelchairs or a bed bound they have to start taking lifts the neat levels drop that's one of the biggest deteriorations in the quality of life and and how people then catch disease and stuff as well so we did a full podcast on that like a couple of weeks ago and I'm, I'm glad that you talked about that the other thing in regards to what you touched on is the benefits of weightlifting because there's a lot of studies published in regards to aerobic fitness but there's been a uh, higher prevalence in those done for resistance uh training especially to do with depression as well because we talked about another podcast i just got it in my notes and results have showed that resistance training especially for exercise significantly reduced depression symptoms amongst participants and if the physiological adaptions associated with strength training gain muscle growth interact neurologically for depression then it may have different and greater effects on depression than aerobic fitness training alone and that was published by harvard as well so there's there's a lot more research coming out at the moment in regards to how much better resistance based training can be for your mental health not just aerobic because we know there's been a lot of publishings on that but i think the more that we go into to studies to do with exercise and around resistance training lifting weights i think the more that we will see that prevalence moving forward as well yeah, and just just to touch on my the kind of first question as well about you know me and and my my mind and working out as well, it's like if someone told me Rob you're gonna work out five days a week for the next five years and you're gonna build maybe two pounds of muscle, would you still do it? <laughs> yes. Have I? That's the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's I've I've already done it. <laughs> That's how much I like working out. Like literally go back to my like YouTube videos in like 2016, 17. I'm like squatting three plates with ease. I'm like pretty much the same size yeah. I am now. I think I'm actually even a bit leaner. You know, <laughs> it's like there's, you, you know yourself, even my 10 year transformation video, like all oh, it's, it's 10 years and you can see the first three years, it's crazy difference. And then obviously the results slow down yeah. the, the longer you train, of course, or else we'd all just end up you know, bench pressing cars. And so it's <laughs> like, now I'm not, you know, of course, progress has slowed so much. I am, that's what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for my mind. I'm doing it because I enjoy it. I, I'm doing it because it's it anchors my day and pieces my day together mm-hmm. um so yeah that that's a really funny comparison uh, like you know if you ask them if they're really into this game it's like will you go to the gym for next five years you know <laughs> just to gain a pound of muscle and see what they say yeah it's funny isn't it well it's funny yeah. that you should say that as well what is that um i don't know if you've heard about it what's that gene called where like you don't have a limitation on how much you can grow it's my, the one um, yes. It, yes i yeah, think eddie yeah. hall's got it hasn't he yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. <laughs> so strong. You just, yeah. you just don't. Yeah. You just stop. Don't stop growing. You like. You just get to the point yeah. where you're like a fucking house. Yeah. It's yeah. Gene yeah. Like a bull, isn't it? Yeah. Or a cow. It's a, it's a, a bull. bull. Mate, yeah, it, that. Doesn't he have? Doesn't he have a boxing match coming up? Yeah. Uh, Eddie Hall with, um, and Thor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the mountain? Yeah. Thor. Thor. Yeah. Thor. Yeah. yeah. 
Mate, that's yeah. going to be crazy. So, That'll be a good one. So funny. A few months ago, someone who like works with them or something messaged me about being on the undercard for it. And I was oh. like, 100%, 100%. You get anyone, I'll fight them. Put me on that undercard. Never came to fruition, but I'm like, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, screw it. I'll fight Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like five times my body weight, maybe more. Yeah. I think the, um, I, I, well, I hope, that, I think that was a thing as well. Like for most people who haven't got into weight training or even people who have, you can change your mood drastically in 45 minutes by just going lifting up a barbell, a dumbbell for a little bit. I know that we were speaking the other day and you just touched on it there in regards mm. to the rise of, of workouts through through lockdown. And we see these these people on Instagram and online and stuff are like doing this mad shit just for to grab people's attention. And uh, I know it frustrates you as much as it does those because we were speaking about it the other week, weren't we? And it's well, the amount of shit yeah. you see at the moment is just comical. It's, yeah. it's because I, I it looks fancy. Yeah. Like it, it yeah. looks a little bit more interesting doing like a burpee clap high knees punch kick than a fucking barbell squat yeah. <laughs> and it's i'm just Taekwondo like uh, yeah. Mate, yeah yeah i just yeah i'm not about it yeah i get uh, of course and the, the funniest was like when i replied to your story that it was like the person was like legit massive like it was like a men's yeah. physique yeah. athlete mate, it's a fucking house. Like, just yeah. not how jeremy buendia is trained yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not how like a men's physique athlete is training. And and I get it, you know, like you just want to do something different or mix things up a little bit, but it comes to a stage where it's actually just misleading, really. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're just giving these like BS workouts to that aren't going to build any muscle whatsoever um, to like people who are new to the gym and, and they want to get that physique, but the, they're just doing these yeah. crazy workouts. And a funny one, have you ever read uh, Eric Helms' book, the the Tra- the pyramid um training and nutrition pyramid yeah. Uh, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah and and the the chapter on um volume frequency and intensity it made a really good analogy and it was like well if we just walked around all day we'd because of gravity we'd all have massive legs <laughs> yeah. yeah we'd all be have the have huge quads <laughs> and everything or it's like if you curl a pencil you know you could just be in school like curling pencil you get massive arms no <laughs> there needs to be enough stimulus yeah. there yeah. needs to be enough intensity to build muscles so again that's where resistance training is irreplaceable yeah it's simply irreplaceable 100 percent they're I think- like my favorite books I, I think i've ever read on training i i think i read them like six years ago or something just yeah all the ogs we, we had brad show a couple episodes ago he's like one of the ogs of like hypertrophy training and stuff as well and he was yep. yeah i mean his his book i don't know if you've read that the strength of hypertrophy work it is the hardest book you need to translate it, don't you? i i mean it's oh, one yeah. of those ones where you actually feel disheartened reading it i was oh. like i need to google every single word like it was just <laughs> so that one was quite overwhelming it's good but it's very overwhelming isn't it yeah one of the, yeah. the the actual one of the books i'd noted down rob i don't know if you've you've read it have you read the secret oh yes yeah, the first book i ever read really oh great <laughs> yeah. yeah because yeah i think that that's one of the biggest things in regards i thought you might have read it just just based on like how you are as a human being as well yeah in regards to that law of attraction and positivity i think that's such a big thing and me and cal were, um we're actually speaking about it this morning in regards to how you go into situations and how you view bad experiences or how you view a problem and how you can massively change the outcome if your just perception is different going into to dealing with that problem and how a, a positive mindset moving into it and just creates that positivity around you and what you what you get back will be positive as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. So uh, funny enough, when I said at the start of the podcast that I was like, oh, there was a day where I just flipped and I just, you know, my default was now positivity. It was actually because one of the reasons was because I read the book, The Secret. But I just don't like saying that because The Secret is the basic bitch of self-help books. It's the caramel frappuccino. (laughs) Whereas like, whereas like reading niche is like ice black coffee. (laughs) So I put hands in the air. That was the first kind of, uh, you know, self-help manifestation book I ever read and it, I'm, it's great it's a great book for beginners who yeah. want to start focusing on having a more positive mindset and, and visualization which is again it, it's it's so important and I think it's important to draw the line as in people can think it's all woo woo voodoo universe planets aligning and it's like no you know you still need to put in the work as well but mm-hmm. these are the foundations of, of the mindset that you got to adapt if you want to make positive changes in your life. So I'm always apprehensive to mention yeah. that I you know, oh, The Secret's a great book because it's like you're such a noob, but it, but it is a solid it's book. Great. It's, it's probably the most, yeah, yeah, it's, probably the it. most it's probably the most like read self-help book in the world at this stage. Mm. It's like yeah. the entry. Entry, yeah, yeah, hundred you know. percent. I think it's a, yeah. I think it's a great store for people wanting to. And yeah, me too. Can, yeah, I think if you can grasp that concept of what it's about, it's it's great. I think the other thing that is quite good from it that I took away from it is the is like the power of of giving. Like mm-hmm. power of now, is that is that power? How and the power of giving as well. So like yeah. when we when we give to other people. Uh, we we instantly feel like a, a gratification. We feel better than ourselves, yeah. and that's that's why a lot of people love Christmas because they like giving shit. And I think it's yeah. powerful how how great. I know you love doing it, oh, and I, I, lo- love, I love giving I, a gift. I love receiving them. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, nice, good, good <laughs> dynamic here. Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah. But Wish Linda had this attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's why a lot of people get gratification from doing like volunteer work and stuff like that because when you give. You you often feel feel grateful. I pulled a stat up because this was talking about um, giving and voluntary work, and again, it was a lot to do with uh, anxiety and depression, which we know has been massive in regards to mental health through lockdown and stuff. Because yeah. the world hap- apparently there's, there's something called the World Happiness Report, which stated that at any one time there's 220 million children and one billion adults who suffer from anxiety and depression conduct disorder, and one of the, the main ways that they're looking at treating it is through through voluntary work as well, because when we do voluntary work, it has like a psychological impact and it helps bring down cortisol levels. It helps um, down-regulate stress and anxiety. So I think that's why a lot of people, I know we have the Christmas stuff of where, where we feel mad stressed, but a lot of people feel like less stressed and feel better and happy around Christmas because it's that, it's that art of giving. It's forgiving, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Um, <laughs> a really this is something i've like never really mentioned like it's never really came up but one like the best things i've ever done in my life is you know what lords in france is like you know the place yeah. lords yeah. yeah right i volunteered there for a week straight uh when i was in like school um yeah yeah so i was like you know 18 19 and like you see these people and they're just you know super in bad places, you have diseases, life-threatening diseases and disabilities and everything. And you just hang out with them and help them for a week. And this was like, you know, a decade ago. And it's just something I'll never, ever in my life forget. It just gave me the most perspective just ever. Mm-hmm. You know, that it was, just, that was actually actually towards the end of my, my school time. And uh, it's always just stuck with me for life. Um, so yeah, the, anytime I'm also, this is also like a bit of a mad thing I think of is like, 
even when I, there's a time where I'm not, I don't feel like working out or I don't feel like putting in the work or I'm be like, how dare you? Like how dare you the opportunity Like you have working legs. Like you, you literally have no disabilities. Like you're, you're in a, a first world country. Like you've got everything on your side. Like how dare you have the audacity mm. to, to complain about you the luxury to go work out. Whereas mm. like some people kill that. So that's like how my mind works a lot of times when I need a bit of motivation is is perspective, perspective and, yeah. and, yeah, sometimes, and, and being grateful for gratitude, how yeah. deeply deeply lucky a lot of us are 100 yeah. 100 I, yeah. I think um one of the other notes that we made and this was another little stat that pulled up because i knew you were coming on as well i don't know if you want to reel through it was the, the effect and i'm sure if people are watching this episode on youtube um make sure to head over to spotify or soundcloud by the way to, to view this one on youtube because you're I'm, I'm sure people will take away from this episode already you're a guy who never stops smiling and there's there's been actual effects that have been showed. Of, of, <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, fucking will be have had teeth like that as well. Half them are real. There's been there's been effects that have been shown from like just smiling, and a lot of those to do with like chemicals that the brain release. Um, and it's, it's actually tiny molecules called neuropeptides that help fight off stress. Mm. So, in, in other words, the, the studies that suggest that we can almost like fake smile. So we, if we smile more, um, it's more worthwhile. It can actually reduce half rate. We often feel better from it. So just having a smile, oh, it's even seeing others who are smiling. Yeah. Give us that sense yeah, of- Yeah, seeing of, others. Like, for example, yeah, we're just looking at the screen now, screen now, looking at you smiling. It, it automatically makes- yeah. Look at Lucy now. Yeah, yeah, you, you have a laugh. And laughter, laughter is another one as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, what's like, there's like a clip on YouTube or I think came my Twitter or something. And it was like a, just a minute clip of people laughing and the caption was like, try not to laugh. And you, know, Jay, <laughs> you watch the video, you just start laughing, yeah. even though there's no joke, there's no nothing. And, and it's great. So yeah, you know, if we can all smile and laugh a little bit more then the world would be a better place. Exactly. That sounds like a fucking Disney <laughs> line there. <laughs> if we can all smile and laugh a little bit more, the world would be a better place. <laughs> Rob Lips at the musical coming soon. <laughs> Man, I want to see this one fucking published. I want to see yeah. this one published. Yeah. <laughs> I think we watched that video, didn't we? The one where people were just randomly laughing on that um, yeah. social media video and you couldn't stop fucking crying. Yeah, I laugh a yeah. lot. I always yeah. just That's laugh at, like, I laugh at myself. Sometimes yeah. I do something, I'm like, oh, you're fucking hilarious, Lucy. Yeah. Yo, and same. I just like. I <laughs> I think I'm the funniest person in the world. <laughs> no one else does. You've got to back yourself, mate. You've got to back yourself yeah. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I think there was a, a team of economists who, who performed a study as well to do with those who laugh and smile more in, in regards to human happiness. And it had positive effects when it came to, to productivity and creativity as well. And I think that's why probably a lot of people are consumed and hooked into a lot of the YouTube videos that you create. Because that's, there's just that natural positivity that people may get from 20 minutes of the day from, from tuning in and watching some of your videos. And I think that's very infectious. And I think people want to be around that kind of that yeah. type of person, that type of environment as well. So that's what, I mean, I've been tuning into your YouTube videos for, for a long time. That's why I was, I was hyped about getting you 
you on the on the podcast today. I think this this episode will be really released at a great time when people will start to get back to some normality and they, yeah. they need some of that positivity in their life as well. Yeah, a funny one, right? So you do know Joey D, Joe Delaney. Yeah, yeah. Um, you should definitely get him on the podcast as well. Maybe you could understand each other with the accent <laughs> and stuff. You know, there could be there could be a nice common ground there. But so Joe was speaking at so uh, another you know company that I run was fucking gone bust now with the pandemic was the creator agency i'll get it back on you know one day maybe the government might actually support me <laughs> so they have i've received sense but anyway so um what in 2019 was the last event it's called the creator agency where i just bring content creators together get them up on stage and i just mc today and we just chat really usually i get about five or six people like christian christian guzman was one of them max tuning was one of them we all went to dublin Got them locked. We did the talk. It was brill. Joe Delaney was one of them as well. Uh, that was just so funny. And we were talking about this on YouTube, just like what you said, is people want to tune in for a bit of positivity. And people were like, oh, is that, you know, not a bit fake to only show the highlight reel, only show the positivity. And Joe just goes, mate, no one wants to see it crying into a bowl of beans in your <laughs> shitty apartment. <laughs> <laughs> He's and looking... I think that's just the truest thing Mate, he's ever. So, he's so honest in he is. But I, yeah. I, I did it. Where were we? I did a YouTube video with Joe. We, we, uh, we, it's when yeah. I was with Bolt Powders and we went down to London to do a shoot and we were with him yeah. for like a few days. He's just so laid back and he just didn't yeah, give a shit. Yeah, he's so, so funny. Yeah, he's my guidance counselor. Yeah, we're, I think we're, we're planning a trip at some stage this summer. I'd go Greece together. He's coming to Marbella for a little bit. But yeah, Joe's just so funny. And like, that's another thing as well. Like, People love to complain about social media. Yeah. Funny enough, what on social media is where they complain. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they're like, oh, people are always, you know, posting, living a fake life, posting a highlight reel. I was like, first of all, I usually just post what I'm up to that day. You know, there's YouTube. I'm like, it's not CGI. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. And then it's like, second of all, it's like, do you really want to like people to post them like, crying into the camera, crying into a bowl of beans? Well, I think, you I know, think, so, I think so it's very, it's funny. I, I think that's faking itself. Like s yeah. sitting there recording yourself fucking crying. You've got yeah. to stop, get your fucking phone out and record yourself. Yeah, that's the biggest show of them all. Yeah. <laughs> We've had this conversation before in regards to like, we'll often post pictures of stuff and what, and you've got to take into consideration. You're only seeing a small yeah. portion of someone's life, but yeah. I'm not good. When, if me and Lucy are having an argument and it's generally because you've started it, um, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not gonna, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to take my phone out and start fucking recording it and showing it. Cause it's just, it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. Just... yeah wait it, there, it's, it's wait crazy. there a second, babe. I'm just going to fucking start recording you while you go. Yeah. Yeah. Off. Let me, let me just prop it up on the tripod. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah it's but yeah, no, Joe, Joe's hilarious. Definitely get him on the podcast. Yeah. It's a great idea. It's, um, but yeah, so we went off tangent there, but yeah, like basically when people want to listen to a podcast or tune into a vlog or whatever it may be, you know, they, they want some good emotions. And what I always say is people are like, how do I grow online? How do I, grow on social media, I go, well, it's an exchange. It has to be mutually beneficial. If you go into a shop and you buy a pack of chewing gum, okay, you give shopkeeper one euro or whatever it is, he gives you a pack of gum, you part ways. People, they click on your video, they're giving you 15 minutes of their day or whatever it is. What are you giving back to them? Mm -hmm. You know, are you giving them some good emotions, you know, entertainment, funny, is it informative? It has to be something. It has mm -hmm. to elicit an emotional response. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you know, if I people are tuning in my vlogs, you know, I like to be upbeat, positive, happy. 
Hundred percent. I think I don't know if you'll read my show notes, but that was the next thing I was about to to move on <laughs> to now was was um was toxic positivity because I think there's <laughs> there is there is something to be said about us. Though I think in regards to uh, m- most of it is to do with and I pull the definition up. So te- toxic positivity is, is an obsession with with positive thinking. It is the belief that people should be positive and put a positive spin on things all the time, uh, even those that are profoundly tragic. So I think obviously the thing that's trying to get at almost is that. Sometimes we're going to feel sad. Sometimes we're going to feel shitty. Sometimes we might look in the mirror and think, fucking, I feel like a, a bag of shit this morning. And yeah. I think the thing to with that is to just sometimes embrace it and accept that some days you're going to yeah. feel like shit and you don't have to force yourself to to feel amazing about it all the time. Yeah, so funny Funny enough, there was a little like infographic that came up. Like I was scrolling through Instagram and it was like on the left, it was like, toxic positivity and then on the right it was like what what you should say i picked it up like oh hey linda i'm totally the dude on the left (laughs) (laughs) i was like i'm the most toxic positivity guy in the world (laughs) i think it's funny this is just who i am but you know what like i'm apprehensive to call anything toxic like you know there's so much thing oh being a man is toxic masculinity being positive is toxic positivity. What? Like, you know, what does that essentially mean if someone's being genuine, you know? Yes, there can be people being fake and they're they're being overly positive at the wrong time. But, you know, if you are just, just being yourself, well, then that's yeah. it. But I am always, always find very important to include that I'm not positive 100% of the time. Yeah. Like there's days where I, I'm just like, even having a breakdown where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to make it. No one's going to like fuel cakes. No one's going to download the app. Oh, the app's going to crash. Too many people have downloaded it. <laughs> I'm like, I am honestly I'm manic at times as well. Um, but, you know, as long as you're you're resetting your default to like being in control and looking at the best in the situation, that's fine. So like there was like, someone asked me a while ago, they're like, oh, are you ever like, you know, freaking out really down on yourself? And I was like, yeah, for sure. For like, you know, maybe an hour. I'm back to it. Yeah. You know, it's like as long as you're not letting this negativity creep in and affect your entire day, it's completely normal. Like humans feel anxiety and they feel depression. They're normal feelings. Like if you don't feel them, you're you're a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you're crazy. <laughs> These are just normal human emotions. So so they're fine and they're there's something that everyone yeah. feels. I think um that's that's the point of why I wanted to bring this up as well. Is because I think it's okay to accept those emotions and to embrace them sometimes. Oh yeah. However, to get yourself out of that position, it's okay to accept them. But I feel like you have to take some kind of action steps in order to bring yourself back to a place that you want to be. You can't just drown yourself in those those negative emotions and stuff. And I think the reason I noticed it a couple of times with posts, especially through lockdown, in regards to when people were really sort of slapped by it in lockdown free, and those people were like, oh, you, why why you, I, I think. It, I'm sure Alima won't mind me mentioning his name. <laughs> Paul was just taking the piss all the time, but I think it was almost pissing some people off because they were like, I've actually like lost lives or like there's really something bad going on. And I think they're the points that we can embrace and go, okay, yeah. there's this position that our lives which is really fucking tragic and there's something yeah. bad going on. But then I think there does need to be those those people in society who are there for people to view and go, okay, I can have a laugh, I can have some positivity in my life, I can kind of take something away from that person and embrace it and, and change my mood. Because it only takes, like we know today, a laugh or a smile and something can change change your yes. perspective quite quickly. 
That's it. And what I mainly do to, to kind of reset myself when I'm having a freak out or, or breakdown, which again is, is right. It's once a week at least is I do a, so much uh, journaling yeah. and also self-talk like so how you speak to yourself. Like you, sh you need to be speaking to yourself or sometimes, right. So sometimes I'll curse myself out. I'll be like, Oh, you're an idiot. You can't do it. And then I'm like, would you say this to someone you love? Like, would you That's speak great, like this to, to your mother or like your girlfriend or, or your best friend? Would you say, speak like in this manner, someone you love and you, or you always say no. You're always like, so then why are you saying that to yourself? Yeah. And so I think that resets me pretty quick, writing down things you're grateful for and being mindful of your self-talk. I mean, they're, they're massive points away because you do a lot of journaling, don't you? Yeah, I love journaling. Like I've always had quite severe anxiety just from when I used to be a swimmer. Like it was drilled. I was always very regimented. It was always drilled in for me from like the age of 12. So journaling and just showing gratitude. It could literally be, like, I sit there in the morning with my coffee. I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful for a black coffee. And it could, it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be like a massive, um, a massive thing, does it? It doesn't need to be no too intense. It could just be, oh God, like the sun is shining. Oh, my house looks nice today. Like I think people sometimes think with gratitude, they need to go so far in. And it could be like what you said before, oh, I'm, I'm healthy, I can go to the gym, I can train. Three things you're grateful for right there. And yeah. it's just yeah. a little bit of just saying them or like you said, writing them down. Change your perspective. Yeah, and so to even add to that is I think it's more beneficial to be grateful for the really small stuff. Mm. Like that, that's yeah. actually, it shows like you're actually, you know, actively, you know, it's because it's easy to be grateful for the big things that are going well, but it's actually harder to sit down and think and collect your thoughts and say, okay, I'm actually grateful for Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. there's, you know, there's, I'm saying I'm grateful that there's food in my fridge. I'm grateful that, you know, there's nice fresh sheets on my bed. Yeah. They're actually like, or even electricity. Yeah. Like a clean water. <laughs> I could go on all day. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's those small things that when you actually gather your thoughts. And again, perspective. So this is, might, might sound a bit dark, but like the, I, this is what I think of is that there's people in living just all across in countries you may never been to. There's people just living completely different lives who don't have electricity, don't have Wi-Fi. Uh, and, and it's like, it goes really, really deep into that, you know? And so when you actually apply massive perspective to everything that's going on on planet earth, it, it's crazy. Yeah, I think what you touched on there is, is, is massive because we've had, I know we spoke to Paul Moore about it. I've got this thing in the back of my diary where like, if I have those situations where I'm feeling a bit shitty, I feel a bit down, I need something to try and pick me up. A lot of people will prioritize like holidays or big events or big occasions and they're very difficult to be able to lean towards and do in an instant. So I have something in the back of my diary now from speaking, since speaking to Paul Moore called the Happy Buffet and it's things that I can go and do whenever the fuck I want to do them. So whether it be like watching a YouTube video, whether that being going training, going for a walk, going playing on the PS4, watching footy, um, whatever it may be, it's something that I can do. Like remember last year I bought um, 
scooter. I bought a micro scooter, not like even an electric one, mate. It was like <laughs> a, a proper scooter. Oh, nice. And sometimes yeah. I used to go and bang my headphones and I'd just go and ride around Manchester for like half an hour <laughs> on the scooter. And it come back and I felt jacked out your mind yeah. on, on the scooter. <laughs> riding around Manchester, I'm, that is yeah. some sight. Yeah, mate, I was riding around past Monday, like, God, that's a big 10 year old in that fucking scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the scooter is like bending yeah, in the middle. Mate. It's like sparks going along. I think we had to bend it in the end, didn't we? You bend it. Yeah, you told bent. me to bend it. Um, but like little things like that that you can just recall on really quickly and be able to go to are so powerful yep. in, re- in regards to changing how you feel and how your mood is. And that's why those small gratitudes and stuff that people don't even think about on a day to day basis can be so powerful to, to setting you up for your day as well. Yeah, I love that type of buffet. I'm, I'm going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think in regards to today, Robert, this is going to be so beneficial to our, to our listeners and people watching. And I think it'll only be beneficial to to those to be able to kind of find where else you are, Rob. So if, if all listeners today want to find more of Rob Lipset, where can they find you, mate? Yeah, so at Rob Lipset all across the board on uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, at roblipset.com fuelcakes.com if you want to have the best protein pancake of your life here's a fun fact right when i got the the, the f- finished samples i'd send them back because i was like there's no protein in that and then they're like there actually there actually is and i was like oh my god you can't you can't even taste it and so yeah fuelcakes.com and gameplan-training.com if you want to work with me and get absolutely shredded for summer so that's yeah. me and uh, what I want to say is just, guys, thanks so much for like literally having a chat with me this morning. It's, it's like, uh, this is why I asked to do it in the morning is because, you know, just having a chat like this, it just sets up your day yeah, so does. well, you know? And that's why like, it, it sucks that we can't all link together and, and do this in person. But, you know, so times like this, when we're all so isolated, um, I, I really appreciate it. So, no, I, I, appreciate, so I appreciate your you time this morning and the, the energy that you yeah. brought to the podcast. And we still need to try the fuel, fuel, uh, the, the pancakes oh, as well. Oh my God. But Here, send me your dresses. Yeah, yeah. No, we're back in song as of last week. New flavors coming, coming very soon as well. But shoot me your dresses straight after this. And oh, you know, you're, getting, yum. you're getting the finest batch. <laughs> you're getting the gourmet batch sent out. I, I would, if I could, I would, I would fly over and cook them for you when nothing but an apron. But it's we'll, not possible right now. <laughs> we'll hold you to that one in the future, mate. But on that yeah. note as well, for all our, our listeners, if you uh, are listening or watching this episode, please feel free to tag me, Lucy, Rob, uh, on Instagram or wherever you're watching it on stories, etc. because we really appreciate it. Please continue to leave reviews on the podcast because we really appreciate that as well. We're currently still running the podcast competition this month, especially for YouTube since we've recently launched the the channel. Have I missed anything? Oh, and also we've got the BBC Podcast Awards next month. We are off one of the categories. So I appreciate people tuning in for that and you'll be able to vote. I think it's through May, isn't it? Yeah, I think I get a bit confused. I think it is May, though. Yeah. So you'll be able to vote for the BBC Podcast Awards that open up next month in the category that we're in. But again, Mr. Roberto Lipset, massively appreciate your time, buddy. Thank you so much this morning. And I'm sure uh, everyone no enjoys this episode. Yeah, thanks a million.